Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, May 2nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Fed Chair Jay Powell rules out any immediate interest rate moves. Meat substitute startup Beyond Meat gets ready for its Nasdaq trading debut. And U.S. Attorney General William Barr spars with Democrats over his characterization of the Mueller report. Plus, I talked with the FT's political editor, George Parker, about the man who might make a run for the top job at 10 Downing Street. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. We've just come through a two-day meeting, and we've done a deep dive on economic and financial conditions uh, at the, in the United States and around the world. That's Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell. He capped off the Fed's two-day meeting yesterday by telling reporters that even with inflation running below its 2% target, policymakers want to remain patient before moving rates in either direction. We do think our policy stance is appropriate right now. As expected, the Fed didn't change the target range for the federal funds rate. It's still in the range of 2.25 to 2.5%. The central bank also said that the economy is advancing at a solid rate overall. But it pointed out that household spending and business investment slowed in the first quarter. Investors who had been betting on a rate cut reversed their positions after Mr. Powell spoke. A rally in the Treasury market fizzled out, and the U.S. dollar rose. Still, many investors are forecasting that rates will be cut before the end of the year. Another startup is getting ready to make its Wall Street debut. This time, it's a plant-based burger company. Beyond Meat is set to begin trading on the NASDAQ today. The company priced its initial public offering of 9.5 million shares at $25 apiece. That was at the high end of the expected range, and it indicates a strong investor appetite for growth and demand for meat substitutes. Beyond Meat's flotation comes as some people are opting to eat less meat or turning to vegan and vegetarian food out of environmental and health concerns. Beyond Meat's burger is mostly made out of yellow peas and uses beet juice to mimic the bleeding from a meat burger. The IPO price gives the company an initial market value of $1.5 billion. And U.S. Attorney General William Barr sparred with Senate Democrats on Wednesday during a hearing over his handling of the Mueller report. You lied to Congress. A lot of respected nonpartisan legal experts and elected officials were surprised by your efforts to protect the president. That was Democratic Senator Maisie Hirono. She was referencing a letter written to the attorney general by special counsel Robert Mueller. In it, he took issue with the way Mr. Barr initially framed the report. He said Mr. Barr created public confusion and, quote, did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance, unquote, of the investigation. Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal asked Mr. Barr about Mr. Mueller's response, and he responded. This letter was an extraordinary act, a career prosecutor rebuking the Attorney General of the United States, memorializing in writing, right? I, I know of no other instance of that happening. Uh, you know, it, the letter's a bit snitty, and I think it was probably written by one of his staff people. After learning about Mr. Mueller's response, several Democrats have called for Mr. Barr to resign. The attorney general was set to appear before a House committee on Thursday, but the Justice Department indicated that Mr. Barr was refusing to return to Capitol Hill. 
And here's a closer look at a story you might want to know more about. Back in 2016, Boris Johnson was finishing up his run as mayor of London when he made this announcement. I don't think there's anything else I can do. I will be advocating uh, vote leave because I want a better deal for the people of this country. But about a week after he successfully led Brits to vote for Brexit, Mr. Johnson made another shocking announcement. He, who invested so much time convincing people that the UK should leave the European Union, took himself out of the running as Britain's prime minister. My role will be to give every possible support to the next Conservative administration to make sure that we properly fulfill the mandate of the people that was delivered at the referendum and to champion the agenda I believe in. Now, the man seen by some as the lead architect of the chaos consuming British politics is waiting for his moment to strike. I talked with the FT's political editor, George Parker, about the ex-foreign secretary and the prospect of him becoming the next prime minister. Well, in a fairly colourless world of uh, politicians in Britain at the moment, Boris Johnson stands out as a technicolour exponent of the art. He's uh, famous for his sort of tussle, blonde hair, very charismatic figure, powerful speaker, writes books about Churchill, when we think he's probably really writing about himself, hugely ambitious to become prime minister. And he's the person who's now sitting on the back benches waiting for Theresa May's inevitable resignation as prime minister, hoping that he'll replace her. So has Johnson viewed by voters and colleagues these days? Yes, I mean, there's, there's a certain irony that uh, British politics is mired in this mess over Brexit. Many people blame Boris Johnson for that mess. They think he made unrealistic promises about what Brexit would be like during the 2016 referendum campaign. During his time as Foreign Secretary, he never really got across the detail of Brexit, but spent a lot of time sniping from the sidelines, so that people would, would see it anyway as that. Up until now, he's been very critical of the deal that Theresa May secured in Brussels and been a long-standing uh, critic, and he's voted against it on a number of occasions, although in the very last vote he did come around and support the deal. But nevertheless, he's regarded by pro-Europeans in the Conservative Party as a bit of a wrecker, someone who's contributed to the chaos enveloping Theresa May and her government, and therefore they find it somewhat ironic that Boris Johnson is the person who stands possibly to inherit the crown if and when Theresa May leaves. George, what are the next steps for Britain's leadership? Well, the sequence of events is that uh, Theresa May now has promised that if she can deliver Brexit, she'll stand down pretty much straight away afterwards. So people anticipate there'll be a leadership contest one way or another during the course of 2019 when we'll have a new leader of the Conservative Party and therefore a new Prime Minister. Boris Johnson currently is the favourite with the bookmakers, three to one odds if you want to put a bet on him. He's also seen as the favourite with party activists who will make the final decision on who the new Tory leader should be. Someone who connects with the activists, they regard him as lovable, a bit of a rogue, someone who can inspire them. Someone, frankly, who might be able to lift the Conservative Party and even the country out of its current malaise. He has a great turn of phrase, he's quite an amusing figure, but also incredibly divisive. Um, you know, the opinion polls show that among the general public, he's both the most popular potential leadership contender for the Conservatives and also the least popular. A lot of people really dislike him for the fact that not only did he campaign for Brexit, but he flirted with fairly populist messages. He's been hanging out with Steve Bannon, Donald Trump's former advisor in recent times, and people think that he would lead the Conservative Party down a sort of hard Brexit route and towards the fringes of politics. Okay, so aside from the three to one odds, does Mr. Johnson have a shot at winning? 
I think it's entirely possible Boris Johnson can win simply because he's he's the sort of charismatic uh, leader in waiting who might be able to pick the Conservative Party up, put a smile back on its face. And I think that's what the party needs above all else. Um, however, he'll face a strong opposition from people running from the centre of the Conservative Party. And the two candidates most talked about there are Jeremy Hunt, who's the rather suave Foreign Secretary, and Sajid Javid, the son of a Pakistani bus driver who's now Britain's first Home Secretary from an ethnic minority background. So it won't be a walk in the park for Boris Johnson by any stretch of the imagination. But I imagine what Boris Johnson will do is he'll reach out to the centre, uh, appoint some high-profile supporters who come from the sort of one-nation, more left-leaning wing of the Conservative Party to try to build a coalition. But if he does win, it will generate plenty of news uh, for people like me for years to come. And in a sign of further turmoil within the prime minister's own party, on Wednesday, Mrs. May sacked her defense secretary and one-time confidant, Gavin Williamson. He was accused of being responsible for a leak from a National Security Council discussion. That discussion was on Huawei's involvement in the UK's 5G network. You can read more on all of these stories at ft.com. Today, we'll be following the annual general meeting of Barclays shareholders. Activist investor Edward Bramson is expected to try and force his way onto the board in an effort to shake up Britain's last global investment bank. This has been your Daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.